재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Every Sunday we start the show with Helen Cho's hot new releases. Helen is a freelance translator and interpreter and a connoisseur of bread. Good morning, Helen. Good morning. How are you today? Good. What about you? I'm very good, thank you. Happy as always. Mm -hmm. Were you thrown off by the bread thing? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's why I asked you during the commercial. Oh, is that why? Mm -hmm. What kind of bread do you like? Um, All sorts, really, but not particularly the sweet things. Okay. Ciabatta? Yeah, okay. things like that. I'll keep that in mind for, for our next Sunday morning. <laughs> we'll have a nice little brunch during the commercial. Yes, yeah. maybe. Yes. So we haven't looked at the bestseller list in weeks. Let's see what's selling, shall we? Okay, so topping the chart this week is Me Before You by Jojo Moyes. So we will talk more about the title in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got another title on the list, actually. After You, it's this week's number 13 bestseller. Mm-hmm. And that's the sequel to Me Before You, as Ooh. you can probably tell from the titles. Mm-hmm. Me Before Lucky You <laughs> and After You. Yes, she's doing really well. Uh-huh. And the first two titles have actually swapped places this week. So last week's number one title, 15th Affair by James Patterson, has been pushed down. Down to the second place this week. Mm-hmm. That book actually had two authors. It's uh, Patterson and Maxine Petro. Yes, of okay. course. And um, last week's number th- um, three title, The Last Mile by David Baldotti, has remained in its place at number three. And mm-hmm. Extreme Prey by John Sanford has um, actually moved up a place uh, from number five to number four this week. Mm-hmm. And this week's longest running bestseller is The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins. That has jumped five places since last mm. week, and that is num- this week's number five. Mm-hmm. So that, those um, are our top five this week. Mm-hmm. And there is another very interesting new entry in top ten, Troublemaker by Linda Howard, is this week's number seven. It's debuted at number seven. So that's mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the interesting thing about uh, numbers two through five on the chart this week is that they're all either thrillers or there's a murder involved. Yes, I yes. guess the kind of stuff that you know people are quite yes. interested in. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about Me Before You by Jojo Moyes. It's a love story, you know, essentially, um, but quite an extraordinary love story. It involves an ordinary girl named Louisa Clark, and mm-hmm. she, everything about her seems very normal. You know, um, she had a steady boyfriend, a close relationship with the family, and she's never been um, outside of the tiny village that she's grown up, uh, grown up in. And she starts working for this guy called Will Trainer, who is wheelchair-bound after an accident. And his life before the accident was um, just really different from what Louisa Clark has experienced. He's always lived the huge life, the kind of um, life full of big deals, extreme sports, worldwide travel, but now Mm -hmm. he's pretty sure that he cannot live the Mm. way he truly is. Mm -hmm. And you can imagine that, you know, he's Mm -hmm. a moody, bossy person. Not very happy. Not not very Mm -hmm. happy at all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's when Louisa refuses to treat him the way he expects people to treat him Mm -hmm. that their relationship develops. And, you know, you Mm -hmm. can imagine there are love blossoms between Ah, the two. Okay. Mm -hmm. The film adaptation of this book, Me Before You, will be released here in Korea in a couple of days. Moyes also wrote the screenplay for the film and here's a clip of her interview on the film and the original book. 
you have to cut an awful lot because you can't have, you know, 450 pages of dialogue and a script. But trying to keep the essence of those two people, we felt, was the key thing. And to tell the story in a way that was faithful to the tone of the book as well, which is why I think MGM were prepared to let me write the screenplay, which doesn't always happen, <laughs> I understand, with these things. Um, but the voice of this book is really key, I think. And it has been a challenge, and anyone working on set will tell you we're still doing it every single day. We're tweaking lines and listening to the way that the actors say them to try and make sure that it's absolutely the best adaptation it can be. Originally, when I wrote this story, it was called Six Month Contract, uh, because that's what Lou's taken on, and that's the period of time she has. And I sent that to the publishers and they said, it sounds like an employment manual. <laughs> so we then had about three months to try and find a title. And the really tricky thing was how to describe this book without people deciding they knew what it was about or deciding that the subject matter was going to be gloomy or it was, you know, it, didn't, it wouldn't reflect the humour, it wouldn't reflect what was in it. So we went for as opaque a title as we could possibly do. And Me Before You basically means anything you want it to mean, but in my head, it means who I was before I met you, and it's, it refers to how each of them has changed the other. But, you know, when readers contact me and they say, this is what it meant to me, I go, that's totally fine. <laughs> so that's, the, that's really interesting. I'm that, glad um, it's not called a six-month yeah, contract. I was half expected to come with a subtitle that says, how to get the permanent petition. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Right. But I think it was interesting that uh, she said she wanted to find a title that did not reveal too much about about the movie and didn't really suggest that, that the movie was going to be too gloomy or too light or, you know, housing contract, employment yeah. contract. Right? I guess it says a lot about how you interpret something when you first see it. Because mm -hmm. when I first saw the title without any information about the book, I thought it was about some selfish person. <laughs> It's me before you all the time. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. It's right. quite surprising how cheery she sounds when she talks about having to cut out an awful lot of her own words because mm -hmm. that's like killing your own babies. Right, to use but, the professional but, but at least, at least yeah. <laughs> to use a professional expression, <laughs> killing your own babies. Did you just say that? That's what it's called. <laughs> yes. Right, but um, well, at least she got to do the, the screenplay, mm. right? So she's got that control, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe that's why she can be so relaxed about it. Mm. Right. So which hot new release do you want to introduce to our listeners today? Well, the Korean best-selling author Chong Yoo-jung is out with a new title. It's Ooh. called The Origin of Species, or Chong Ye ki mm -hmm. Tell us about the author first. Well, Chong Yoo-jung, um, she has, comes from a quite an interesting background. She didn't receive any formal training in writing, but she graduated from college with a nursing degree, so she worked at a nurse for a few years, and then she made a name for herself when she won the Sege Literature Award in 2009 for her debut novel, isn't that impressive, mm. called Shoot Me in the Heart or De Shimjangul Sara. Mm -hmm. And she's now seen as representing a recent trend in the Korean literary scene. Mm -hmm. The um, translation of De Shimjangul Sara, is that your translation of the title? I found it actually in really? some article, yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> shoot Me in the Heart. Uh -huh, it's very or Shoot My Heart, yeah. yes. <laughs> Right. I thought you were talking about the origin of spaces because my first instinct was to go mm -hmm. for the origin of bells. Uh -huh. <laughs> like bells, yeah, like yes. tongue bells. Yes. yes. Anyway, so tell us more about the book. 
I mean, the the writer. Um, well, the consensus um, now amongst like Korean novelists, critics, or anyone who's involved is that you know short stories account for most of Korean literature, and that writers should really try and publish more full-length novels. Mm-hmm. And I can't agree more, actually. As mm-hmm. much as I like Korean short stories, I do enjoy reading full-length novels right. on the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so consequently, several literary awards were established with this in mind. So you can say that she was a fortunate recipient of this new phenomenon you know she had written several full-length novels before shoot me in the heart um it's a story about two young men's escape from a mental hospital mm-hmm. but then with this book she really garnered the attention of the korean literary circle mm, that's where her background in nursing comes in i guess you know, Maybe. <laughs> So that's a pretty impressive achievement for a debut novel. Can you tell us more about the story? So it's a story about two young men um, named Soo Myung and Seung Min. They're both 25 years old and they meet for the first time at Suri Hope Hospital. It's a rundown, a mental facility located on top of a mountain. And we know Soo Myung is there um, because he, um, he suffered a trauma caused by his mother's suicide um, when he was only 19 years old and he has a phobia of scissors. Mm-hmm. And Seung Min apparently is not insane. He is perfectly normal, but mm-hmm. he was forcibly committed by his greedy half-brother who wants to get Seung Min's share of the family oh. inheritance. Mm-hmm. So um, Soo Myung is a model patient, you know, he keeps everything nice and peaceful and then he just puts up with the abusive nurses at the hospital mm-hmm. while Seung Min is trying to, he's like a walking time bomb, you know, he wants to break out of the hospital and then he gets Seung Min involved in his plan. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an ideal material for a Scream adaptation. How did the author do with her second novel? The second novel was a big breakthrough, Chilyone Bam or Seven Years of Darkness. It's got all the, the, the perfect ingredients for a really good thriller, mm-hmm. a mystery novel. Mm-hmm. Have you read it? Yes, in yes. Korean. Well, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It It's hasn't not, been translated It has yet. not been translated in full. Okay. Yeah. Um, we actually discussed this book on the roundtable with uh, Grace, Becky and Helena back when it was it was still cold out. It's, mm-hmm. it's warm now. But tell us about the book. Well, the story follows um, how a young man named Sawan tries to figure out what happened on one night um, seven years ago when his father opened the floodgates of a dam where he worked as a security guard and caused an entire village to disappear. Mm. So he caused so many deaths of so many people uh-huh. and you know he has to figure out how to live with the um, sense of guilt mm-hmm. maybe or the aftermath of what happened seven years ago right and that's where the title seven years of darkness comes from and uh and what happens next Um, well, ever since that night, he has lived with Seung Han, an old co-worker of his father's. And every time they move to a new place, someone starts circulating old newspaper articles about what happened Yikes. seven years ago. Uh-huh. So they have to move from one place to another. Mm-hmm. It's always quite creepy when the past comes looking for you, whether it's in the form of a newspaper or, or an actual person. Or whatever you posted on the internet. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Let us now move on to her latest title, The Origin of Species, or Chongye Kiwon. What does she choose to write about this time? More psychotic people? Well, this book has been described as the author as the process in which an ordinary man turns into a murderer mm. or the birth of mm-hmm. evil, uh-huh. or aginetang tansengi in Korean, uh-huh. in uh, exact words. And each of the author's previous works features a character that embodies evil, like pure evil, mm-hmm. um, that was younger in the seven years of 
of darkness. Right, right. And this time she really takes a step further and she wants to explore um, the inner workings of an evil mind. Mm -hmm. So as her readers, we are led to look inside a man whose soul has disappeared or lost oh, all wow. his goodliness. Uh -huh. And while we do that, we realize what the true nature of evil is like. Uh -huh. It sounds like another book that will keep me up, keep me up at night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be good for like sleepless summer nights. Mm -hmm. So our central character is a young man named Eugene, and he loses his father and his older brother in an accident on a family trip when he's really young. And after that, he's put on some mysterious medications prescribed by his aunt, who is a doctor. Mm -hmm. And then when he tries to quit the medications at the age of 16, he has a seizure, and that put an end to his promising swimming career. Uh, mm -hmm. So he has to continue with the medications, but mm -hmm. one day he stops taking the tablets for a few days so he goes to bed and he thinks he's going to have a seizure anytime soon mm -hmm. but then when he wakes up he finds that there's blood just all over the place like spattered all, all over the place as well as on himself oh. and he also finds out that his, mo his mother has been brutally murdered it's always unfortunate when that happens <laughs> yes so the question is like who's done it and why mm -hmm. and you know who can be so evil as to do something like that right right and what did Chong Yujang say about this book and about the reason why she began this project she said I quote it's about time I answered the question of why I'm interested in the evil side of humanity mm -hmm. that's because there is a dark forest in all of us even though we believe ourselves to be ordinary doves mm -hmm. we must not turn our gaze from it and try to understand it instead otherwise you will never be able to deal with um, the evil within ourselves or in others or even more seriously evil in predators that threaten our life mm -hmm. well evil seems certainly to be a running theme in in Chong Yu-jung's writing yes. career and if the evil characters in the previous books would have not been evil enough then uh -huh. here you have the ultimate evil right right <laughs> well I'm looking forward to reading um, this book well that's it well, that's it for this week's hot new releases. Thank you, Helen, for coming in, and we'll see you again next Sunday. Okay, I'll see you next Sunday. Coming up next is today's roundtable, but first, let's listen to Sanchek or Stroll by Han Hee-jung. Uh -huh.